It's game day, and this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Full time at hand, and let's go and speak to Alison Conroy and Gordon DL. Full time Rangers nil, Celtic one, 31 cup time, seven straight trophies, and Celtic win the bet red cup once again. Rangers had chance after chance and dominated, but it was Fraser Forster who kept Celtic in the game. A great save denying Ryan Jack's powerful strike before Morelos' effort was stopped by Fraser Forster. Then Johnny Hayes cleared the ball. Morelos then was denied again twice before the break. And into the second half, Morelos came close, but his shot went across the face of goal. And then it was 1-0 Celtic on the hour. Christopher Julian slotting in Ryan Christie's free kick. Soon after, Rangers were awarded a penalty. Jeremy Brimcombe sent off after bringing down Morelos in the box. It was Morelos who stepped up to take the penalty, but it was saved by the Celtic keeper. Then Mikey Johnson should have made it 2-0 for Celtic. It was only had to Alan McGregor to beat, but somehow put it wide of the post. Then into injury time, Alfredo Morelos had a chance to equalise, and he dragged his shot wide of the post. Chris Julian with the only goal of the game as Celtic win the Betfred Cup again. Full-time Rangers nil, Celtic won. Gordon Deal, Deal, an unbelievable final. Unbelievable second 45, Alison. You've got to say, Rangers, the players with their, you know, their heads in hands, they're on the ground. Steven Gerrard's out there congratulating them for their effort. They've got to wonder, what have they got to do to lift a trophy? But you can forget about the chances, you can forget about them dominating this game and should have won it. This is all about Celtic's encouragement. The way they went about their business, even with 10 men, they didn't play well at all. They were off at a million miles, but they know how to win. They know how to win trophies, and you've got to give them all the credit in the world. They got the goal, they sat in there, I mean, down to 10 men, and sometimes on a day, you need a hero. You need somebody to step up to the mark and really go and win you the cup. Let me say, Fraser Foster was absolutely magnificent. It was like Morel and Foster show against each other. He come out on top. He will have a winner's medal. As I say, Rangers will be disappointed. They'll be, you know, they'll look at this game and think of the chances and the possession they had. But all credit has got to go to Neil Lennon and Celtic because they are serial winners, Alison. Neil Lennon spoke about the relentlessness of his Celtic side in the build-up to this game, and they proved that again today. Seven straight trophies, part one of the quadruple treble completed at Hampden. Full-time Rangers, nil, Celtic one. Gordon Diel, I promise this is the easiest question I will ask you all season. Your Clyde One Super Scoreboard man of the match, please. Wally Collum. No, it's got to, it's got to, I say that, uh, you've got to have a hero, Gordon, especially when you don't play well and Celtic had that in their goalkeeper Fraser Foster by the length and breadth of Hamden man of the match super scoreboard Hugh Keevans what a day we promised drama and drama we delivered Celtic's domestic dominance continues Rangers long and agonising wait for that tangible sign of success continues Ryan Jack is in tears some of the Rangers players are in tears the Celtic players and management are elated Neil Lennon falls to the turf gives it the we are not worthy in front of Fraser Forster sum that up for us I'll sum it up by repeating what I said at two o'clock About Rangers, I said that their hunger for a win Has to be matched by their appetite for victory 
They didn't have the appetite They were beaten by a Celtic side About whom I said at 2 o'clock Celtic's appetite for success Is insatiable And they have shown it today This is a result that will go into folklore For the Celtic supporters 10 men beating 11 man Rangers The goalkeeper performing heroics all day long And the other side of the coin Is that for Steven Gerrard He has now lost four trophies to Celtic on his watch. On two occasions, he didn't get to a final. On this occasion, he has got to a final and the old failings have come back to haunt him. The £40 million for Alfredo Morelos, you can forget now. And it's been a horror day for Steven Gerrard, for uh, for Alfredo Morelos and for Rangers in general. The players are in tears, but... It is their own fault. They had the majority of the game. They missed chance after chance. And when they didn't miss the chances, Fraser Forster was a one-man wall. A day that will live in Celtic folklore. 0141 951 1025. Now it's over to you. What on earth did you make of that? Where to even begin? Celtic lift the League Cup. Ten trophies in a row as things stand. They are Scotland's serial winners. For you Rangers fans, it was a tough one to take, but the wait for a domestic trophy goes on. Tell us what you thought of it today. 0141 951 1025. The open line is next. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line 0141 951 1025 Scottish football rarely disappoints when it comes to drama and Celtic rarely disappoint in the last few seasons when it comes to lifting domestic trophies they're about to lift another one they're 10th in a row after winning the Betfred Cup final at Hamden against their old rivals Rangers Rangers dominated for large spells but Celtic took the lead thanks to Christopher Julian it looked like it was offside That just adds to the drama Rangers go up the other end Jeremy Frimpong is sent off For bringing down Morelos in the box Morelos takes the penalty kick Fraser Forster saves it And Celtic defend heroically To hang, to hang on and win that 10th Consecutive domestic trophy Let's go back to the National Stadium And find out what's happening now As Scott Brown approaches the stairs Alison yeah, Scott Brown, the Celtic captain, is leading the team up there to collect their winners' medals and, of course, that trophy, their seventh straight trophy for Celtic. Gordon Diel, not one Celtic fan has left. There's not one Rangers fan left. Yeah, Rangers fans are away home. They're disappointed, but it's all about Celtic. As it's Scott Brown lifts the cup, and he's used to that. You know the way they work this afternoon. Absolutely brilliant. They dug in, the fireworks are going off. Every Celtic fan is still here, celebrated, because they know that their team have done them so proud today. They really have. They didn't play well, but they dug in deep. The green and white fireworks go up into the dark sky above the National Stadium. The green and white streamers cover the Celtic fans as well. Gordon Diel, Neil Lennon spoke about it, the relentlessness of his team, and they don't know when they're beaten. Yeah, they weren't at the races, Alison, you've got to say. And Rangers, you know, created chance after chance. And they missed it. And Fraser Foster was absolutely brilliant. And goals, saves the penalty kick as well. They get down to 10 men. And you're not talking the last 5, 10 minutes of the game. You're talking after 63 minutes. And Rangers are dominating the game. And you just, 
they, you've seen the strength coming out in them. You know, Scott Brown leading by example. They know how he got over the line. Unfortunately, Rangers don't. And that's the difference between the two teams. It's not about how they played now. It's not about anything apart from it. They win the game, they've got winner's medals, and they've got another trophy in the bag. You can hear the Celtic fans cheering as they all the players raise that trophy above their heads. Jeremy Frimpong got his hands on that trophy. You can see what it means to him after that red card. And a massive cheer from the Celtic fans for him as well. They'll now head down onto the stage and they will party with the fans. Yeah, I think uh, young Frimpong will be the happiest man in Hamden just now, Alison. Because when he walked off, he was in tears. He'd given away a penalty kick. Celtic were down to 10 men and you thought... Celtic have just handed the advantage to Rangers but upstep Morelos but he had to beat Fraser Foster and nobody was beating him today and he'll be the happiest young teenager going about just now and you can see by the celebrations of the Celtic players how much it means to them as Neil Lennon brings the trophy down onto the pitch as they walk up onto that stage and we'll see the green and white confetti rain down at Hamden once again Gordon, who can stop Celtic? Um, very difficult because even when they were below par, Alison, uh, they still know how to get the job done. They're absolutely fantastic at it. They know how to win trophies and that's the secret, you know, and that's very hard to stop them. Scott Brown raises that trophy, the green and white confetti is raining down on them. Celtic once again Betfred Cup champions at Hampden, Gordon. Hugh Evans, that is the question When will Celtic's dominance end? Some Rangers fans, and they're well entitled to Would phone this show and say Well hold on a minute, we just dominated the game We came ever so close That shows that we're getting there And we're going to do it soon On the other hand, some would say If you can't win a game like that When are you going to win one? It can't always be tomorrow We'll do it tomorrow We'll do it next week We'll do it next month We'll do it next season Questions were asked of Rangers They failed the exam Questions were asked of Celtic And for the 31st time in a row They won a cup tie No extra time In any of those games 31 Scottish and League Cup ties in a row And Celtic have won the lot And that's why they now have 10 in a row domestic trophies They have that insatiable appetite for success Today They were dominated but survived They hung on Like men possessed In the closing minutes of that game Fraser Forster A performance that we talked about For years What did you make of it? 0141-951-1025 Is that the sign of champions Celtic winning When they're not at their best? Or Rangers fans Do you take any comfort From the fact that you pushed them Closer than we've seen In recent times In a cup final? Let us know 0141 951 Analyse it from a Celtic perspective, Mark Wilson. Well, they weren't at the races, uh, there's no doubt about that, especially the first half. But I thought when they went down to 10 men, they, they almost took energy from that penalty save from Fraser Foster. The 10 men defended brilliantly, they hung on. Odson Edwards showed his value uh, as a focal point for Celtic up front. And Rangers just didn't have the answers to, to come up Celtic this Celtic side are serial winners they know how to get the job done whether that's playing great football or whether it's defending the box they know how to get the job done and you know Neil Lennon will be delighted certain ways to win games it's not always pretty Celtic showed that today they know how to do it Andy Little how much will this one hurt Rangers? 
It'll be extremely sore one for them to take. Um, I think when you look at old firm games, whoever scores first generally goes on to win. I think that's been the case for the last seven, uh, and make that eight now. Uh, Rangers were just simply not clinical enough. They they passed up chance after chance. I think they, in fairness, now Celtic survived an onslaught today. But as I said, I said a wee bit earlier, Neil Lennon used that word, refu- that phrase, refuse to lose, and that's what his team are doing right now. And and, and Rangers just didn't have the answers. How do you go about cracking that then Hugh Keevans Because you need to win something To then get that inbuilt belief That you're going to keep winning The yeah. way that Celtic do But of course you, it's like the chicken and egg thing you need, you need that to come first You need the success to come first So sometimes you might need a day Where your opposition not quite at it That happened today But still Rangers couldn't get over the line I think the domino effect is important here Rangers now have to go to young boys Of Bern at Ibrox on Thursday and they have to get over this admittedly huge disappointment. If they don't, and they don't qualify for the last 32 of the Europa League, the pressure mounts on Steven Gerrard. If they go to Celtic Park on the 29th of December and a two-point lead for Celtic turns into a five-point lead, the pressure continues to mount on Steven Gerrard. He does present... A terrific front for Rangers He's personable, articulate But Being the stellar Player that he was Having had the stellar career At Liverpool that he had Counts for nothing He's in Glasgow now And Celtic have won their fourth trophy on his watch He has got to come up with that plan That you speak of Gordon Only he knows why his players Fall at the big hurdle Neil Lennon knows he can trust everyone who plays for him. The number for you to have your say is 0141-951-1025. Let's hear from you right now. Get your immediate reaction in, or you can tweet us at Clyde SSB. Which is it for you, Gordon? Was that an encouraging day for Rangers because they came closer than they have been to winning a domestic trophy? Or was it a worrying day for Rangers because they came so close and yet still couldn't get over the line when it looked like everything was in their favour? Yeah, there'll be mixed feelings from the Rangers supporters, Gordon, but um, I don't think you can take comfort for the fact that you've dominated a game, really, a, a game that you should have probably won, but you've got to win trophies. It's just, when you're at a club like Rangers and Celtic, you've got to win trophies, and it's as simple as that, and as much in who's right about Steven Gerrard, I think he's been brilliant for Scottish football, but you're judged on winning trophies. Nobody, Celtic fans will not be interested how they played this afternoon. The thing is, they're celebrating with their players just now, the fans, the cups down there, they've got winners' medals. It's all about winning, Gordon. And unfortunately, Rangers just now don't have that mentality. And you can say, well, a bit of encouragement, oh, but they're getting closer and they're getting closer. They ain't winning anything. That's where you're judged as a football manager of these clubs. Neil Lennon just now is winning things. Brian's a Celtic fan in Pollock. He's first up tonight. Just sum up how you're feeling this afternoon, Brian. Uh, I'm feeling quite quite satisfied with that. That's that's proved a lot of points, I think. What's it what's it proven? Well it was the the debate the last few weeks has been who had the bottle to see the job through and things like that and if there was anything that you took for that game today, it was the bottle of the Celtic team. How to, even when things are not going your way, just to dig in and get the job done. And plenty of the Rangers players, when their big moment came, they just choked. 
Gordon Deal, how much of this was about bottle at hand in this afternoon? No, I, th I think it was character. I really do. I, I know you can talk about bottle and all this. I think it was character. Especially, you're looking at a Celtic team below par, not played at all. They go 33 minutes against a Rangers team that are dominating them with 10 men. And it was incredible. You, you just seen Scott Brown in the middle of the park and every Celtic player lifting if to say, come on, let's all work for each other. Let's get show the character. Let's show why they're champions. And that's why they've got the trophy. Because for 33 minutes, I thought they were absolutely different class and could have probably not sealed it when Mikey Johnson should have put the ball in the back of the net. So as much as bottles always you, it's character, strong personalities, winners, people that know how to get the job done. They're used to it. Look at the amount of trophies that they're winning. That is the difference between Rangers and Celtic just now. And that's a big worrying point for me, for the Rangers supporters and everyone concerned. Oh, Brian, I was just going to put it back to you. A very simple question, I think. Can you see past Fraser Forster as being Celtic's main man? Oh no, no, there's no question about who's the who's the top goalkeeper in the country. I go back to something again that I said at the start of the programme, Gordon. Celtic feast on the fruits of their own labours. Nobody hands them anything. Nobody hands you thirty one cup tie wins in a row. Nobody hands you ten domestic trophies in a row. You have to live or die by the fruits of your own labours. And when they were up against it, ten men versus eleven when they had more than half an hour to negotiate, when players were falling with cramp, when you wondered if Rangers would take one of the chances that came their way, and you wondered if Fraser Forster could be this one-man human wall and prevent them from getting a goal, they answered all of those questions. They went back to the fruits of their own labours. They did it for themselves. Just to elaborate, Gordon Deal on Fraser Forster's performance when he came back to the club. I think most Celtic fans were clearly happy because they know him to be a good goalkeeper. But some questioned it and thought, you know, is, is that a priority for us? We've got Craig Gordon, we've got Scott Bain. Do we need Fraser Forster? And I think he, if he hasn't answered the question before now, he certainly did today. Well, he certainly answered it. And he answered it early on, I think, he set the trend, Gordon. Because Ryan Jack must think he's putting that ball in the top corner. And Fraser Foster, what, six foot seven, whatever he may be, he just got there and it's a terrific, world-class save for me. And I think that set the tone for him all afternoon. And it was a real battle. It was brilliant to watch between him and Morelos. And he certainly came out the winner because uh, uh, obviously saving the penalty kick as well. He was absolutely fantastic. I don't think, no disrespect, I don't think any other goalkeeper would have won that cup for Celtic this afternoon. I thought Fraser Forster was absolutely brilliant. Uh, Brian, does this have any impact or what impact do you think this has on the rest of the season? In the build-up, people kept talking about it being a marker or being a sign of things to come. Do you buy into that sort of thing? I don't know. I don't know if I'd buy into that, but you could see in the next couple of weeks that what Rangers players have got because that, to, of, of all ways, to lose a cup final and then come back to that, that's got to be tough. So we'll see what they're made of. Well, there is a big pressure on them uh, Thursday night, young boys. Uh, Celtic are in the last 32. You don't want the domino effect to begin in a negative way. So they have to get over this disappointment against young boys. Then they're at Motherwell at the weekend. Celtic are at home to Hibs. That will be a demanding game for Celtic, but they can rest players against Cluj midweek. It, it, it is literally meaningless 
when they play Cluj So they can rest players Play any team you like At the weekend Rangers will have to Come back strongly again Against a motherable side Who are now third in the table Andy Little Do you buy into the pre-match talk About it being a marker If so How damaging could this be to Rangers? I think psychologically It's going to be tough They've got to respond now For a big match on Thursday night But I think if you stick to the facts Rangers have completely dominated the game today Rangers were the better team They created far more chances The only problem was That they came up against Celtic's only player mm. for me Really who who excelled Which was Fraser Forster He was, he was a man mountain today Eight or nine Eight chances for Morelos Nine or ten in total And I think As difficult as it is For Rangers right now I'm sure sitting in the, in the change rooms They've got to try and take the positives Out of the fact that they really did Dominate a game They just didn't have it, have it, have it in them, and it, to, to take those chances. And Can that not be even more deflating, though? Is that is no, that not? I mean, none of them are going to be feeling good about themselves tonight, are they? That's the point I'm trying to make. I think they've proved the point, though. I think they've proved the point that they're they're up to it. Um, <laughs> football is a strange game. You, you look at the stats of that match, and Rangers have completely dominated the game. There's no denying that. That's that's what I'm trying to. That's the point I'm trying to make, and that's why after the dust settles, after the hurt, after a couple of days, I think. Rangers will, will possibly try and they have to that's the only thing they can do they've mm. got to look at the positives from today Tom is a Rangers fan from Gurukh where did it go wrong today Tom? Hi thanks for taking my call uh, I'd just like to say thanks to Stephen Gerrard and the boys I mean the boys played their heart out in that part of the day uh, I know it's going to sound like a bit like sour grapes but you know how lucky how lucky seriously were Celtic that they you know the wee man Morelos I think he just tries too hard you know, there was times there you had the opportunity to basically pass to Kent. Kent was in a couple of good positions. OK, Fraser Foster, I'll give him a brilliant save after Ryan Jack. World-class save it was. Absolute world-class save. You know, and Morelos threw a couple of times. I just think the wee man tries too hard. And see that, maybe think sometimes it's a team game. You know, I can see, I can understand where he's coming from. I've got to break my duck, even on the penalty. And I watched him taking the penalty and I went, I keep us going to save that. This is when ta- I think Tavernier should have just stood up and said, look, I'll take it. Because mm. I think Tavernier would just put it straight in the middle with a lot of power. You know, so, but, you know, uh, it's, it's frustrating. But if you were asking me, I'd rather forsake this cup. Because looking at Rangers now, uh, I think we'll win on the 29th. And the league cup in the league, and they, I think we'll win the league. Well, that's a, if you ask me, I, I think we'll, I think we'll win the league. That's a leap of faith, uh, but we'll see if you're correct, Tom. Uh, Celtic did ride their luck today. Not the most fervent Celtic supporter could deny that they rode their luck at times. The goalkeeper, though, was magnificent, and I don't think you. Ride your luck all the way to the winner's podium Because in that last half hour and more Ten men were playing a living And they defended extremely well They were brave They were durable And if they had had a bit more luck You could argue that Mikey Johnson Would have made it 2-0 For the ten men against a living So yep, Celtic did ride their luck But you cannot ride your luck to the winner's podium And lift the cup Gordon Diel Alfredo Morelos Tried too hard Is the verdict of Tom and Guruk Well 
I don't know about trying too hard, but every time I watch him against Celtic, especially today, with the amount of chances and the positions he puts himself in, Gordon, it looks like he's not got the belief of putting the ball in the back of the net. Now, you watch him against other teams. The minute he goes through, even at the angles, you're thinking, there's only one place this is going to end up, it's going to burst the net. But today... You know, he picked a couple of wrong options. I agree with the caller there. There's a couple of times he could have maybe squared it. But he's so desperate to get that ball in the back of the net. Now, as much as the caller says, well, Tavernier should have taken the pill, that's OK after the event. What happens if Tavernier steps up and misses it? It would have been an outcry. Everybody should would have said somebody else should have taken it because Tavernier's missed before. So Morelis was so desperate. And when he's facing Fraser Foster, and let me say that we've all taken penalty kicks, he's six foot seven. It's a, a really important time in the game. I think he's just tried to make sure that he's put the ball in the corner and hope the goalie goes the other way because it's not a good penalty kick. It really isn't. If the goalie goes the right way, he's saving it, which he did. It just seems to me that he's not got the same belief against Celtic that he does against other teams for some reason. OK, thank you to Tom and Guruk. It's 0141951025. Keep the reaction coming. Hopefully we're going to hear from the likes of Neil Lennon and Stephen Gerrard next. After they play, you have your say. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson, Andy Little and Gordon Dale are here to take your calls on the day that Celtic lifted their 10th domestic trophy in succession. The Betfred Cup lifted up by Scott Brown once more after a dramatic afternoon at Hamden. It was a game that Rangers dominated. Celtic went in front in controversial circumstances. Rangers then handed the boost when Jeremy Frimpong was sent off in giving away a penalty. But that man, Alfredo Morelos, scorer of so many goals, never against Celtic. And that proved to be the case again as he missed from the spot. Fraser Forster pulling off the save. Celtic's man of the match by some distance. What did you make of it all? 01419511025. Alec and Rothsey, relieved? Absolutely delighted. I think that's the best out of the 10 that we've won in a row. 10 trophies. Obviously, Rangers played really well the first 25, 30 minutes. I think the conditions obviously were a great leveller, weren't they good for our silky, quick players. We obviously played without our, our main man, Eddie, up front. Uh, obviously with two or three players out injured. Uh, big Julian, you say it was controversial circumstances he scored. I didn't see any controversy about it. He just stuck mm. the, back, the ball in the back of the pokey. Do you not think he was offside, and Alec? Foster. Sorry? Do you not think he was offside? No, it was banging line. He showed you two or three times. Banging line. Uh, at the end of the day, Fraser Foster, Morelis never missed a penalty. Fraser Foster saved a penalty. And we played with the 10 men for the last, what, 35 minutes or whatever it was. I think that's the actual best of the 10. It feels absolutely brilliant tonight. It will always be sweeter for Celtic supporters when they win a cup final against Rangers. That's better than Hart last May. That's better than Aberdeen. Uh, in times gone by uh, it It is bad For Steven Gerrard That At his first attempt At a Celtic Cup final He lost it But The the praise must go To the Celtic players As I say I think this one will go down In folklore uh, Because of the manner In which it came about I think there'll be Via living is always the, the stuff of folklore Yeah I think there'll be A lot of like minded Celtic fans Like Alec Out there today Saying that this is The sweetest one Because of the noise Surrounding This particular Cup final You know that Rangers were improving The league was so tight And 
This was Stephen Gerrard's best chance To get Rangers up and running with silverware And a lot of the game Ran away from Celtic But they dug in The certain, as I said before The certain ways to win games And Celtic seem to know how to do the lot You know, they can win it By playing some devastating football sometimes They can win trophies When their back's against the wall They're down to 10 men They can dig in And they've proved it today I mean, Gordon All the talk pre-match for the last week Maybe even longer than that Has been about Odson Edward So he came on and he had an impact You have to say But over the piece When you look back at all Celtic managed again to get over the line Without really being able to use Odson Edward in, in the way they wanted to Or any other striker for that matter Yeah, yeah but when he came on I thought he made a bit of a difference Gordon by giving them, giving them a bit of strength And all of a sudden the two Rangers centre-halves Looking about No disrespect to Lewis Morgan it just didn't work for him. It was a wrong decision for me, but it was a decision that I had to do, uh, Neil Lennon. And when Edward come on, and even if you look at the goal, now, the goal is offside. You, uh, you can argue blue in the face, it's offside, but sometimes you've got to ride your luck with Celtic. Certainly did this afternoon. And to be fair to Julian, what a great finish it is. That's, you'd be proud of that as a centre-forward. But Edward was in there with him. And all of a sudden, he causes a problem. Now, I think, no disrespect, if young Lewis Morgan was in there, I think the Rangers defenders would have handled that. But because Edward's in there, they see the three centre-halves, the presence of them. Sorry, two centre-halves and Edward in there, the presence of them. All of a sudden, puts Rangers in the back foot a little bit. It's a good ball in. He wins the free kick, remember? He wins the free kick. And they get the goal. He is a massive player for them. And, um, you know, you've got to give credit because we were all saying, I said at half time, if he's fit, get him on the pitch. But Neil Lennon decided to wait and wait and wait and then brought him on. But you can tell how strong and how important a player is because he is a class player. On you, Alec. I just feel that, as I've already said, I think. Rangers did play well Hats off to them The first 20 odd minutes They did play well uh, They passed the ball about Morelos was obviously Desperate to score against us Again uh, uh, As I said If Tavernier had took it And missed it But Fraser Foster Man mountain Man mountain today Nothing was going to buy him today He was absolutely fabulous And I hope Celtic Get him signed up On a permanent deal Well I think You raise an interesting point Alec Because He'll be Southampton's player again At the end of the season But I think that He has shown Domestically and in Europe this season uh, That he is worthy of Peter Lawwell Saying to Southampton Okay, how much do you want? Mm. Because this is goalkeeping at an extraordinary level I'm sure Alec, you don't need reminding about the save Against Lazio at Celtic Park To give Celtic a win there The man, well he's called the wall anyway uh, and today he was a human wall of resistance What about the goal then? We've seen it back numerous times It, it does look like it's offside Marginally, I think everyone would agree So mm. how how bad a decision is it? How much? Do, because Rangers don't know that it's offside at that point It's not like it's one of those where everyone stops and put an arm yeah. up So how more do Rangers have to do to defend it? And how good is the, the finish well, from I, Julian? I, I mean the finish from Julian uh, is exceptional But I don't think there's much more Rangers can do to defend it. You're looking at their line, they've got it pretty bang on their line. And it's went against them. The decision has went against them. There'll be Rangers fans out there obviously furious at that. And it's a sore one for Steven Gerrard to take. He'll look at that and think, what more can we do? But it's just a sign of what Celtic are at the minute. You know, Rangers need to come up with a way of beating them. And every 
time this comes around Celtic just have the edge if that's a bit of luck or if it's a bit of good goalkeeping or if it's Odson Edward at Ibrox they always have the answers on these occasions every game is dissected in forensic detail I mean if you go on about was he offside uh, and you end that argument then you move on to Edward again playing in Mikey Johnson the cup's done and dusted if Mikey Johnson takes that chance so it was that yeah. kind of day Andy yeah but I think that's just sport <laughs> these things happen it's sport it's it's human error it's a, it's a, it's an offside goal for me you look back to Wednesday night Stephen Jerry gets an apology for, for not having been given a, a penalty from John Beaton it's unfortunately for, for, from a Rangers point of view these things happen and it'll happen your whole career and, and if you if you continue to just uh, be down in the dumps about it then you're not going to get too far but I think in, in the context of the season Rangers have got to look at that game and they've got to go we went to a cup final against our biggest rivals and we created 19 chances any other day it was Rangers lifting that trophy today it just hasn't, hasn't been their day and, and Celtic in credit to them have shown that ref- refusal to lose and, and, and they've you know they've done what they needed to do. What about the Odson Edward effect? I'm fascinated about the psychology surrounding the whole day. When Rangers get handed the team sheet, you can just imagine oh. the relief. Yeah. Odson Edward's not playing. Brilliant. You then get to what minute did they come on? Roughly doesn't really matter. Fifty nine minutes. You, you get to the hour mark. Your Rangers. You look over and you see him coming on, and you think oh, we've dominated this full game, but we're not actually ahead. We're yeah, still yeah. level, and now and he comes on. Just wonder how big an impact it played here. Yeah, it, was a, it was a, it wasn't vintage Odson Edward, obviously, but it clearly made a difference. I think Conor Goldson fell for it straight away because he fouls uh, Odson Edward in a place where he's posing no real danger to you, and it's his first touch of the ball, and Conor Goldson brings him down straight away. Therefore, subconsciously, Conor Goldson is thinking the way you are thinking, Gordon. Uh, oh, this big fella's on now, and he's. Committed a needless foul for me The free kick is taken Celtic are one up That was the odd, odds and Edward effect he, he probably thinks It's a safe enough area it, It's not actually a, a brilliant area Attacking wise It's the quality of the delivery From Ryan Christie Is just second and on I don't think you can take anything away From the quality of that delivery The chance came Celtic took it And uh, I think the most disappointing thing From a Rangers point of view Is I think as uh, Gordon touched on They had 33 minutes You know oh. 33 minutes of that extra man yeah. And it really didn't show yeah. yeah. Uh, let's go back to the phones and squeeze one more in. John is a Rangers fan. He's from Muirhead. How would you sum up how you're feeling at the moment, John? I'm pretty devastated actually watching that game tonight. Really devastated. Hello. Yep, we've got you, John. Carry on. Hi. Um, I, I know that to the victors and spoils and all that stuff, but watching that game today, you know, dominated the game, and the reality is, if it if, the referee, the decision the referee made, or sorry, the, the linesman or the the, 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 the the other official made or didn't make, um, has cost us the game. And no matter how much that Hugh and others can talk about how Celtic were a winning mentality, we're actually assisted by the referee today. No doubt, no question. Uh, you but, cannot, you cannot say that Christopher Julien's goal after an hour. Uh, is a mistake made by the referee that has cost Rangers the cup. Why not? If it's a mistake and it leads to the only goal of the game. No, but there's half an hour and more, 36 minutes more to be played. And the referee's next decision is to award, justifiably, Rangers a penalty kick. So to say that the, the Christopher Julian goal 
Is a mistake by the referee That has Cost Rangers the Cup Is for me Totally inaccurate John Well do you know what Sure My, my point would be is If that uh, Referee Decision Or refereeing decision Was correct they would, That game would have gone to Extra time Yes Yes or no 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 How can you possibly say How can you possibly say That if he doesn't Allow the goal And it's nil-nil There are then 36 minutes to play You're then assuring me You're guaranteeing That the 36 minutes Will be goalless How can you guarantee that? Based on what I saw There was no other goals After that one goal So is that not a matter of fact Or is it not? Well you you missed a penalty You got a penalty And you missed I know I know. So there was no no more goals. So and, and, and if Alfredo Morelos, I'm getting in really weird territory here because then you can say uh, if the goal hadn't stood and it had been a free kick, would the passage of play leading up to the penalty have been the same? And Celtic wouldn't have gone down to ten men. So that's all getting a bit, a bit mad for me at the had, moment, Hugh. If it hadn't rained, would it have been a better game? Uh, I mean, Alfredo Morelos. Alfredo Morelos looked as if he could have gone on all day and not scored. He's had plenty of chances. Celtic have ridden their luck Of that there is absolutely no doubt Fraser Forster has been Borderline paranormal Of that there is no doubt But you cannot say That the goal That Christopher Julian scored Mm. Was uh, A mistake on the part of the referee That cost Rangers the cup That's simply not able to be proven Here's the thing about analysing Refereeing decisions in 2019 Because a lot of us watch our football on television And the richer leagues down the road Have got VAR And that's what we do We we have to bear in mind that there are There are degrees of mistakes Some mistakes are absolutely horrendous And whilst we can mostly agree That that was offside I'm not I'm not surprised the linesman couldn't see that when you see it back yeah. and the frame is stopped and the line is drawn, yes, we want them to get everything right. Of yeah. course we do. But does that really surprise you? Is that is it the biggest error we're going to see well, all season? The first Not time, even close. No, the first time round, I thought it was onside. You know, it's it's taking a, a couple of views and then the line to be drawn across for for us to see it was offside. But I mean, it, it, it's tight. Hughes right. Rangers, okay. Rangers have been dealt a bit of bad luck with the goal being awarded, but they still had ample time to do something about it. They didn't. They weren't inventive enough round the box. They miss a penalty. Morelos misses chance after chance, and they've only got themselves to blame. John and Muirhead, thank you very much for the call. Let's just leave that there because we're going to hear from Stephen Gerrard next. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard: Gordon Diels at Hamden, Hugh Kevens, Andy Little, and Mark Wilson here with me, Gordon Duncan, in the studio on the day that Celtic edged out Rangers to lift the Betfred Cup at Hamden. We're going to do everything we can to hear from Neil Lennon. But there's only so much we can control He is a busy man as you would expect And sometimes the winning manager Takes a little bit longer To get himself into the press room But Stephen Gerrard has been in He has spoken to the media And here's what he made Of today's Betfred Cup final I thought we were outstanding In terms of our performance Everything we asked of the players today In terms of how they approach it And what we wanted out of them I think to a man I can't be much prouder of them But finals are decided normally on big moments And the big moments haven't gone in our favour today We've conceded from a set piece We shouldn't have given the set piece away There was no panic And then once you've given it You've got to defend it better There's three of them standing in an offside position But unfortunately we play in a league where there's no VAR So we've got to defend that better That aside I thought we were outstanding We created all the best chances I don't know what the rest of the stats are But they're not important but I can't ask any more of me players in terms of what they gave me today. 
a penalty at that time and them going down to 10 men. If you execute there and then, it puts you in a much stronger position. Unfortunately, we, we haven't took our chance on that big moment. People will look back at that moment as the, the chance for us to swing the whole game and the whole momentum in our favour, although we were much the stronger team throughout the 90 anyway. It was on Fredo on penalties? Yes, he was the nominated penalty taker. It was nothing to do with James passing the book or anything like that. I decided that we needed to change that up. Look, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and look for excuses. I'm not the type of person that blames or looks for excuses. You know, the big moments have gone against us today. We're all responsible for that. But the reality is, at the top end of football, you'd expect the linesmen to get one of them right out of the three that was standing in an offside position. Well, you know, I, I would allow him that. Uh, it's a big moment in the match. Uh, he's also man enough to admit that had Alfredo Morelos scored from the penalty, then uh, Rangers might have gone on from there. So big moments. He left out Ryan Jack and that fantastic save from uh, Fraser Forster. So you know he's not shouting from the rooftops that Rangers were robbed. He's saying that big moments in modern day sport or in olden day sport. Uh, go for you or go against you And uh, a big one went against Rangers It's interesting Gordon DL to hear him say Unfortunately we play in a league where there is no VAR And it will bring up that debate and discussion Because this is such a high profile game I fully understand why the Rangers manager The Rangers players and the Rangers fans Would feel that way today But then at the same time I think there's a lot of us who've watched VAR down the road And aren't too keen on the idea at the moment So I'm not sure how you feel I'm not a fan, first and foremost, but uh, the manager's right. If we had VAR, that goal wouldn't have stood. But I just think it was fine margins. Because when I watched it from here, and I've got a good view of it, Gordon, I never thought for one moment that it was offside. It's not until I see the replays, like you guys in the studio, that you say, yeah, and they draw the line across it. It is offside, you've got to say that. But fine margins. But he's right. Two things. I, I liked his interview there. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Two things. We shouldn't give the free kick away in a cheap area and we should defend it properly. I agree with that. Another thing he said there, which is important to me, he says, I'm not interested in stats. He's right. It's all about results. You can look at these stats until you're blue in the face. The League Cup is going back to Celtic Park. I get back to years ago when Celtic used to dominate Rangers like Rangers dominate the Celtic today. And it was the goalkeeper Andy Gorham that won everything for Rangers in, that, in their occasions I as can't well. believe so, this, Gordon. You've you've stolen Tony and Newton Mern's thunder, I think. I think that was the exact point he was going to make, Tony, am I right? Yes, it is. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. I appreciate there's a lot of emotion about a day like this, but... In 90 minutes or 96 minutes, the first person I thought of was Tommy Burns. He famously said that a goalie broke his heart. And that is karma, as far as I'm concerned. We say that cycles come around in football and so on. And this is for Tommy Burns. They say that goalkeepers, or strikers rather, win matches. Goalkeepers can also win matches. And today... That's exactly what happened and this for any Celtic fan and any Rangers fan for that matter. This is a flashback to the 90s. I'm probably showing my age, but this is a flashback to when goalkeepers can win matches. Yeah, what does the panel think of that? You're undeniably correct, Tony. Uh, my mind went back to one game under Tommy at Celtic Park where they pounded Rangers. Uh, Rangers scored and with... Seconds to go, the ball fell to Paul McStay. He hit the perfect volley. And Andy Gorham made an incredible save at his top left hand. 
corner of the goal um, and once again Andy Gorham had won it for Rangers so you're right to draw that comparison uh, Fraser Forster's performance today was the equal measure of Andy Gorham when playing for Rangers against Celtic uh, Mark, you remember Fraser Forster from his first spell at Celtic of course and he's mm. he's back, he's made some big saves already but does that go up there? Is that go up there with the Barcelona performance or maybe even oh. above the Barcelona oh. performance? I think it's got to, you know, with, with everything that came with the game and the noise surrounding it, like I said earlier, it was such a huge occasion and to, you know, be really up against it and he's, you know, he's dug his team out several times in the first half Arguably makes better saves in the second half It was a sensational performance And it's why Neil Lennon made him one of the first names um, He was going to bring in Because he trusts him And that's important to have a goalkeeper That you can trust And your back four trusts They know if Morelos gets in Or somebody gets off the back of him They have got a big obstacle to beat And they trust their goalkeeper He was phenomenal today yeah. uh, Tony, take us through the Emotional roller coaster you've been on. Did you feel the worst at any point today, given the the way the game went and the way Rangers dominated, or were you always confident just because that's what Celtic do? They they seem to dig out wins from everywhere. I think I draw on what happened in the nineties when you just always think that that will to win, that knowledge that you know how to win would get us through this, and that's what I thought beforehand. Absolutely, Rangers battered us. Um, Yes, did we hold on? Did we need a goalkeeper? Absolutely we needed a goalkeeper, but it's 11 men on the park. Rangers in the 90s needed their goalkeeper. We, as Hugh quite rightly said, we totally dominated them. There was amazing strikes like Kent today or McStay, as, uh, as Hugh pointed out, and you need your goalkeeper to stand up, and, and he did absolutely big time and that's what makes it so sweet because those Celtic fans of a certain age we've been there we've had the hurt that's what makes this I think Hugh said earlier on that this is historic I think for Celtic fans of a certain age this is historic I think you don't need to go back to the 90s though Tony I think you have to recognise that this was cup win number 31 in a row for Celtic over the last three years this is about something that was started by Brendan Rodgers and finished off today by Neil Lennon, the one who said that if he got the 10th domestic trophy in a row, it would be him ticking a box in his career. That's how much it meant to Neil Lennon and the players of the last three seasons, the invincible season, the double treble, the treble treble. Uh, those are the players who constructed what happened today Gordon would the frustration for Rangers be that as good as Fraser Forster was and then he made his biggest contribution with the penalty save after that in the period of the game when Rangers have got the 11 men and Celtic have got the 10 they perhaps didn't make him busy enough yeah but sometimes the lads will tell you uh, sometimes it's more difficult because you know what Celtic are going to do they're going to have a back four four in front and Edward up front and they're just going to say to say hey, Rangers come and break us down and Rangers didn't have the ability to go and do that um, and you've got to give all the credit in the world to Celtic for you know their strength and character to go out there and say right we've got 33, 34 minutes to hold, uh, hold on here and they showed what they're all about, Gordon. And unfortunately, 
Uh, Rangers just didn't test them enough and they needed that goal. The big turning point, you've got to say, is the penalty kick because with Celtic go down to 10 men, Morelli sticks in the back of the net, 1-1, everybody's got to favour Rangers, but uh, it's all about Fraser Foster and you're right, sometimes in a, in a football game, as Mark uh, noticed yesterday, you need your goalkeeper <laughs> to step up. Uh, <laughs> Andy Little, just briefly before we go, where do Rangers go from here especially this week because there are no there is no time to feel sorry for yourself yeah I think it was a big week it's uh, it hasn't it hasn't gone so well for them from from Aberdeen onwards and they've got to pick themselves back up they've got to do it very very quickly Stephen Jared touched on that whether it's highs and lows they've got to pick themselves back up look forward to Thursday and hopefully for for the sake of the the league and the country we can have another team through to the next stage of of European competition which would be absolutely brilliant and wherever Celtic go from here Mark Wilson they do it with yet another spring in their step yet another trophy in the cabinet yeah it's it's an incredible uh, run of success for for Celtic and these players serial winners like you says earlier and it doesn't look like it's going to ease up you know they look like they're going from strength to strength they know how to get the job done whether that's playing well or whether it's defending or whether it's relying on the goalkeeper Celtic have the answers to everything at the minute Celtic's appetite for success is insatiable their will to win is second to none and they had to call upon both of those qualities today they were dominated by Rangers for most of this cup final they refused to accept that that on its own should cost them the trophy they dug in with 10 men and for 35 minutes they were brave they had mental strength and now they're on the bus with the cup and that's the reason why they dug in and they had the mental strength to see it out What a breathless afternoon at Hamden Rangers were good but not quite good enough Celtic win a 10th consecutive domestic trophy lifting the Betfred Cup in the Hamden rain it was Christopher Julian the man who made the difference in terms of the only goal Fraser Forster certainly played his part saving a penalty from Alfredo Morelos one or two talking points in case you hadn't noticed so let's go over them tomorrow at 6 o'clock I'll be back Hugh Cavens will be here and we'll be joined by Alex Ray so make sure you join us but in the meantime stay right there the UK chart show is up next